We have a very special episode coming up your way on Society Rewired. January is National Mentor Month, and with us, our very first guest, Laura Hayes, the Executive Director of Teammates of Sioux Falls Mentoring. She stops by to discuss the benefits of being a mentor and how it can really help improve mental wellness as a whole. Uh, Excited to have her on. Uh, But we also want to make sure to thank our sponsors as well. Uh, Up first, Rocky Hayes Designs. If you're looking for a graphic design, website development, or business development resources, make sure to give them a call or check them out online at rockyhays.com. Rayfeld's Art and Framing, located in downtown Sioux Falls, South Dakota, one of the premier art galleries in the Midwest. Make sure to stop in and check out their new location on Phillips near the falls or online at rayfelds.com. I have personally purchased artwork from them as well as had items framed. They are a fantastic resource for you. And Audio Visual Integrations has all your latest technologies to meet your commercial and audio video needs. Check them out online at foss-avi.com. And Laura Hayes Communications. Laura is a fantastic resource if you're looking for professional development. She also just happens to be on the show today uh, with online workshops, speaking engagements, and consulting. You really can't go wrong with Laura Hayes Communications. If you're interested, check out the website at laurahayes.com or on social media. Last but not least, our affiliate organization, Survivors Joining for Hope. Without them, you know none of this would have been possible, so we are happy to thank them and honor and recognize them. They help families who have been impacted by suicide loss uh, throughout South Dakota. So they help both financially, emotionally. Check them out online at sj4h.org or online on Facebook, Twitter, uh, all your social media resources. So let's get things rolling with Society Rewired. Welcome to Society Rewired. My name is Brad Hurst. With me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, our co-host, Jerry Cook. <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're laughing already. We had a little, a little pre-game, <laughs> pre-game stuff going on, so welcome, everybody. That sounds bad, pre-game. What kind of pre-game <laughs> stuff are we... Well, because I'm a sports dork, so it's always got to be pre-game, off. right? We're starting the show off with sports already. This is... <laughs> oh. It's my favorite thing to pick on. It is. Well, the show, we're here to address mental wellness. We're going to talk about the challenges you face as a family, within society, your career, uh, and we're going to talk about them openly, honestly, men, women alike. And with us, our first guest ever on Society Rewired, the beautiful Laura Hayes. Well, hello. Thanks for having me, guys. It's an honor to have you. It's awesome, yeah. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah, and just kind of kick things off so i mean january is i mean january 7th was actually i am a mentor day and tell us a little bit i guess because that's that's why you're here you're here to talk about mentorship and and a little bit dive into that a little bit for us absolutely so i last year in january actually during mentoring month last year we brought the teammates program to the sioux falls school district and teammates is a mentoring program based out of nebraska so for sports legends, um, Tom Osborne started the program in 1991 and now is all across the Midwest. But they partnered with Gallup, which um, if you know anything about Gallup, they do all the data. And so they partnered with them to see what works in mentoring, what doesn't, um, how is it helping people. And the number one thing we see is that it helps people with hope, which I know you guys are all about. Right, right. We are about hope. So, yeah, I'm excited that we are here today to talk about mentoring 
And yes, it is Mentoring Month. And this year, South Dakota named, um, Christy Nome had a proclamation and named it um, National Mentor, or excuse me, Statewide Mentoring Month. Nice. So, yep, it's also here in South Dakota, not just national. Awesome. And you wrote a beautiful blog for us uh, for the Survivors Joining for Hope, our affiliate uh, organization. So, we, that was we greatly appreciate that. And I actually learned quite a bit after reading that. And that is on our website. So, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. But um, I, I've never been a mentor, technically. I've never signed up to be a mentor. And I, I kind of didn't even think about it when I was reading through your, your blog. It just kind of brought a few points to mind just how it can actually benefit not just the mentee, but the mentor. And it was just pretty insightful. And I guess kind of diving, if you don't mind kind of diving into that, what is, what does it, I guess, take to become a mentor and what, what do you kind of see as the, like the, the great benefits of, of taking on that responsibility? Cause it is a little bit of a responsibility. You're, you're working with them and need to be held, hold yourself accountable just as much as them. Yeah. So there's lots of types of mentoring and that's what I love. So some are very official and you can actually go through a program to do that. But then there's also just the the mentoring that occurs maybe with a niece or a nephew or maybe a colleague at work, right? If if somebody is coming to you because they believe that you have something or a life or are doing something that they find valuable, right? They are looking to you for that type of mentor relationship. So yes, I want to make sure that people understand that it is great to go out and sign up and be one, but there are lots of ways to be one without going through an official program as well. That's a, that's a pretty good point. I mean, it sort of makes me think like everybody's a mentor, no matter what, like if you have more experience with something or whatever, you can mentor anybody at any point in time. Absolutely. And really really what it is all about is giving of your time to somebody. Right. And so it's making that person feel seen, sharing, um, you know, something with them, being there for them, just listening those skills that are what we teach and help people understand as a mentor are just good skills all the way around uh, for life. So I I definitely want to make sure people understand that you can be a mentor without officially being one. However, um, when you join a program um, or do something where you're learning to be a mentor, it actually helps with the rest of your life and your mental well-being as well. Mm-hmm. So That's cool. So what do you guys have an age group that you focus on? Yes. So I'm part of actually two programs here in Sioux Falls. So I'm the executive director of the Teammates program, which is f- intended for kids. And so it's school age Uh, kids third grade all the way through 12 and um, 12th grade and what's great about the program is that they found that through their research that kids who have a mentor their grades go up their attendance Mm -hmm. goes up their behaviors decrease they also found that their rate of graduation shoots up and what they attribute all of that to really is to that hope that that mentor brings them that they can do anything they want to do, right? And they've got someone in their life to rely on. So that is a a youth-based program. We know the benefits of that. But the other program that has started here in Sioux Falls in this last year is the Sioux 52 program. Mm -hmm. And what's amazing about the... That's through the city, right? That is correct. And and it's part of the Rotary, downtown Rotary, partnered with the mayor, which is phenomenal because the mayor wants to be the city of uh, mentors and he believes and he knows that mentoring it's not a short-term game right it's a long-term game and so he knows the power of what that will do for our community in five to ten years and I just appreciate that he sees the long-term outcomes of what that can do 
So the great thing about Sue 52 initiative is that it isn't celebrating one type of mentoring. It's celebrating all types of mentoring. So if you, Brad, decided you wanted to be a mentor, but didn't know where do I go, right? This program just connects all of the people in Sioux Falls with all the mentoring programs in Sioux Falls. And they actually have something where you go in, um, sioux52.org, and you type in, what do you like? You know, do you like working with kids? Maybe kids aren't your thing. I, you know, I'd rather work with adults. Oh, you know what? I like older people. So there's a program for that. So it will help you determine what's the best fit for you and that's then cool. give you all the contact information. Huh. Yeah. That's I didn't really cool. I was even out there. You know, that's what, and not to, I don't want to dive too, up, too much off track, but like in one of our last podcasts, we were talking about how many amazing resources we have yes. just in Sioux Falls. Amen. Which is a huge deal for us, but then you look at smaller communities. So part of the things like, you know, that we want to talk about in future episodes too, is like, how do you, we have access to all this. How do you help people in small communities with that? So is there, is there, and maybe this is just a question too, Mm -hmm. but is either the programs that you're involved with, is that just a Sioux Falls based thing or do, is there outreach to smaller communities? And if there is, how do you do that? Yeah, that's a great question. So Sioux 52 is actually surrounding areas as well. That's why the mayor didn't want to call it Sioux Falls anything. It was more the Sioux land area, right? So he wanted to make sure that the surrounding towns that wanted to participate could participate. But yes, there are a lot of different um, opportunities to get involved in smaller towns all the way around. The 211 helpline is really the best place I feel like to go to figure out what that might be. So they have volunteering opportunities. So maybe mentoring isn't your thing, but Habitat for Humanity is. You could do that as well. But 211 really is the way South Dakota um, that you can figure out how to get involved in South Dakota. Yeah, We know there are some mental wellness challenges in the rural areas because sure. some of those resources aren't available. I guess from your perspective, do you think that, I guess, there's a bigger need for mentoring out in some of the rural areas of South Dakota or what, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I, I believe that mentoring is everywhere. We need it everywhere. Um, one of the things is, is that, um, one of the reasons I got involved was because I was so blessed when I was younger. I had parents who loved me. I had a great household, but what I, when I got out into the real world, if you will, and was teaching, what I realized was that, was that I had so many people who weren't my parents that cared about me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that was, they didn't have to do that. You know, you feel like when you're a kid, your parents have to care about you, right? That's what they're supposed right. to do. Uh, but when I had, um, I mean, I went to college and I played sports and I had a uh, friend's dad cut out articles about me in the paper and send them to me and say, I'm so proud of you. Keep oh, going. Wow. You know, things that's like really, that. That's really, that's cool. really good. I mean, that's the type of stuff when, when, a when a child or an adult figures out that, you know what, this person does not have to do this. They're not getting paid. It's, it's, they're taking time out of their precious schedule to spend on me. That's where the hope goes. That's when we see the increase in confidence in, you know, value of, of being a human. Right. And that's that power of connection and relationship. That's really cool. That's deep. Yeah. Yeah, So we need that everywhere. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So you guys have an age group that you just kind of focus on. Is there other, like as a uh, a mentee, is there any other criteria? Is it maybe like underprivileged kids? Is it what what what's the criteria for them? 
So this is what I thought was such a great connection between you guys and us, um, because there's a stigma around mentoring sometimes that, oh, it's only for people that need it, right? That is so untrue. And I'm here today to say everyone needs a mentor. Everyone can benefit from that. And so we're trying to get rid of that stigma. And so one of the things teammates leans into is the fact that everybody needs it. So one of their key examples is that they had a captain of a football team had a teammates mentor and they asked him, why, why do you need a teammates mentor here? He's, you know, valid Victorian, all that stuff. And he goes, I have so much pressure on me everywhere I turn. This is the one relationship I have where he doesn't expect anything from me. He's just there for me. I mean, how powerful is that? So we, this goes across the gamut. Our thing is, is if you want one, then you should get one, right? And it's just a desire. I think mentorship goes beyond just children. I mean, like you said, there's there's senior citizens, there's adults. I need a mentor for just about everything I do. I mean, that's a whole whole other story. I'm sorry. (laughs) Whole different topic. I I feel the same way though, too. You know, like we talked, like growing up without a dad. I mean, there's a lot of things Mm -hmm. where, and obviously I've had great mentors, great people around, but like there's certain specific things that like you just don't have without that. So I can see how powerful that is. Even in your professional life, you're starting a new career. It's nice to have someone that's seasoned that can kind of guide you along the way, hold you accountable and at least share some experiences so you can kind of come hopefully out better. And, And honestly, just I think I actually just had this conversation with someone recently I think especially in the professional world having a mentor that that really does care about you and isn't you know asking how you're going to make them better is extremely important because it's they almost have to be doing it to take care of you because they genuinely care about you and I've actually recently I've actually been looking for a mentor in another role that I play and the big thing that I asked for was is you know, it's not that I want to keep everything to myself, but I want someone that is more dedicated and understands me personally before they take me on as a mentor. And so a lot of times when I've sat down and had conversations with the potential people I'd like to have as my mentor, I almost felt like I was interviewing them versus them interviewing me because it was (laughs) like, here's who I am. Here's what I've done. Here's what I'm looking to do. Here's my family life. And I want to know about your family life. So if you can't Mm -hmm. open up to me, like there's just that relationship isn't going to be there. So I think that's a huge piece of mentoring, at least for me. And I think that's a great point. So um, how do you get a mentor if you want one, right? Because that's part of it. So when you're a kid, you can, or if you're an adult who has a kid and you want them to have a mentor, absolutely ask their school counselor. I think that's a, that's a huge piece if you, um, because there's different programs within the schools that can help with that. But the second part is, is as an adult, how do you do that? And I actually had a young woman come to me in my previous job and she said, I want to do what you do. And I really like the way you do it. Will you mentor me? And I will tell you, being on the flip side of that, I was like, I'm not qualified. Get, uh, like I just, I freaked out a smidge in my head. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. That's a big responsibility, right? But um, so I had a freak out moment there. Yeah. And then I, everything went through my head of, am I good enough for this? It, um, what if I, what if I make a mistake and tell her something wrong? I mean, so I had a lot of self doubt. So I said you know, let me, let me think about this for a little bit. And then we talked about, I said, what, what do you, what would you expect from me? You know, just what mm. would that be? And cause I took it really seriously. And I tell you what, that was the greatest relation is still going to this day and we don't work at the same place. Um, and it is uh, phenomenal. And we'll talk about here in a little bit, the benefits of being on that mentorship side. Yeah. But I think just, ask if somebody, I love that you did that, Brad, you asked, and Mm -hmm. then you, you interviewed them. 
So don't just do it to do it. It's got to be the right relationship. Sure. And we spend a lot of time on our end matching up people that we believe are going to be the best fit. So for instance, um, my husband Rocky has had the experience of losing two parents. Yeah. Well, that's a big deal. And so I am saving him as a mentor for a kid who needs that, who might yeah. need that relatability in that area. Who? How do you find that, right? right? So we do a lot on the front end for kids, especially, to make sure that that match is going to be um, really valuable and it's going to be a, a connection through that relationship. So if you're looking for your own, like Brad did, interviewing is the best thing. It's got to be the right fit for both of you, just mm-hmm. like any relationship. I think you gotta be a little vulnerable as a mentor too. It's, you know, if I'm sharing my own personal experiences and I want to connect with you and I want your support, you kind of have to, to be a mentor, you're going to have to be vulnerable, I think. And that's something that just in society in general, it's a little bit challenging. So it's, it can be a little scary too. Like you said, you were scared to take on that responsibility. I mean, there is a responsibility to being a mentor, but again, like you said, the benefits can outweigh by far the, the fear of, of becoming one or the responsibility of being one. So, yeah. And that's so true. You know, there's that old adage of like, when you learn something, you learn it at a certain level, but when you have to turn around and teach it and then the vulnerability side, like it's, that's as, as we're talking, like my brains get a little deeper in the hole, how how important it is, you know, and, and that, what a, what a great thing. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I I think we get to talk to Rocky later on or another episode too. So that'll be, that'll be interesting, but I'm not sure I want to talk to Rocky. He's all right. He's, he's, no, he's, a, good he's, he's a, very, a good guy. Well, yeah. I can't I can't harass him on too many shows because <laughs> people are gonna start to wonder. Well, that's that's cool though. I I love the way that you know when you started out talking about mentorship and data, and so like I'm a total geek nerd, yeah. you know, like so the the whole thing of bringing sports in and mentorship and like yes. some you know whether it's algorithms, all this other data, like how do we link people together? Because I'm assuming. And not to, not to be negative on it, but I'm assuming you could have a very bad match on it, or not a very bad match, but you could have a match that what isn't as powerful as a good match. Yes. And so talking, we kind of talked a little pregame again, you know, some relationship stuff and like that relationship for you when you were a mentor or someone that you're working with and that's still continuing on this day, like that's, that's a long-term or potentially a long-term relationship with very deep impacts. That's, that's really cool. So I, I, I like that whole data process of it, how, yeah. how you're, how you're selective of who, who gets to work with who. Yes, absolutely. And, and on that piece, let me just um, make sure this is loud and clear that mentorship is not a, a neutral endeavor. So they have found the research has found that it can do more damage than it can um, than it can do hmm. providing hope if um, it ends traumatically or if somebody takes advantage in that in that space. Oh sure. And so I I there is not a whole lot difference between any other relationship. So I always tell people um, when I'm training. Did you ever have somebody who started to ghost you, uh, when you were, when you were dating them, like all of a sudden they were just gone. What did, went through your brain after Hmm. that? Like, I'm not good enough. What did I do? Right. So now imagine that as a kid, you're, you're, you're getting mentored and all of a sudden your mentor stops showing up. That will actually set you backwards more than it will, whatever you did to help them along the way. So that's why we do a lot of training up front with mentors and also to make sure that they feel 
they feel really committed to this, that they're not just doing it because their boss said or whatever else. This is really a personal thing where you have to say yes and commit to this. Um, we know that things end, but you can do it in a way that is positive and that brings closure and helps people move on because all relationships typically end at some point. So, sure. so there is ways to do it, but there's definitely some downsides if you're, if you're not very careful. Hmm. So be committed. That's where I'm going yeah. with that. If you're going to do it, be committed. I think that's a good segue point too into talking about just kind of the mental benefits of being right. a mentor for, I mean, and honestly, I kind of like to dive into both the mentor and the mentee just so people can kind of hear the benefits that each one of them have, not just the mentor itself. Cause it's, I think it's pretty tremendous what, what it can do. And I didn't even think about that. It could potentially set them backwards mm -hmm. if you aren't following through and kind of committed and, and that there would have to be kind of a, I mean, I've been ghosted plenty of times, but it's, uh, I mean, that's, that's not a good feeling. So it's, no. it's, I mean, I could see where if you're, you know, especially mentoring. Sorry about that, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's cut, cuts me deep. But, um, I, I mean, I could definitely see where, you know, if you're working with especially the younger generation, yeah. if, if you were to have someone that maybe comes from a home that they're not receiving that support right. and then they lose that support again, that could be that could be pretty traumatic, I guess, for them in, in my own eyes for, you know, future kind of just trust. I mean, kind of how do you, where do you find that, that outsource for your own mental kind of debriefing? And, and that's kind of just, that's a pretty deep subject to kind of think about if you've, if you weren't committed, I think you definitely have to make sure that I can see where that training would be necessary just yeah. to make sure. That's what I was thinking as you guys were talking too. It's like, you know, like Laura, you pointed out, Hey, I had this great family and great other adults around me, but then like this mentor relationship almost could be an even deeper connection than that because you're trying to fit a void or fill a void that is this so needed so yeah if if something like that happens i could totally see where it, it has some or could have some pretty negative impact absolutely yes because you are you know as that when you decide to mentor you are creating a space to show somebody what trust is to mm -hmm. to model what um, what a good, healthy relationship looks like. And so if, if you are a person who prides themselves on that and already does that, becoming a mentor is a phenomenal thing because you are teaching somebody how, how to expect to be treated. Sure. And, um, and to hold, have somebody hold space for you. And so what's great is if it's wonderful, they will then look for that again in their significant other, in mm. other relationships. They will say, this is how I should be treated. I like how this feels. Yeah. And especially if you've never had that before, because yep. we know there's kids out there that haven't, maybe a teacher here and there, yeah. right? But not someone just for them consistently Consi who there doesn't it is. need to be there either because a no. teacher needs to be there your parents right. need to be there right. your grandparents need to be they're there. choosing to be yes. there they're yeah, yeah. That's and that's really why deep. our mentoring is i literally have like goosebumps, <laughs> my, yeah. the hair in my arms just standing up just thinking about it like yeah. the depth of it you know and how important that is that's really cool and you said it consistency is key and that's why we talk to our mentors about um, showing up once a week. So that's that. That's what Gallup has found. And by the way, on the adult side as well. So when we talk about engagement with your manager, 
having a touch base with your manager once a week is important um, because, again, that's about how long we can go before we start to let that doubt creep in, right? Sure. So once a week meeting with your uh, mentor is really important. And they found the key time, like amount of times during the school year was 24 times, right? Because there's the Christmas break in there. There's things like that. Sure. But 24 times and they just saw these kids' hope shoot way up. So that's what we really go for every year is uh, trying to get to that consistency of having them show up every time uh, because that's what really builds trust and that hope. And are you, you mentioned 24 times. Now is that, are you looking at a calendar or a school year? A school or a year, calendar year? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now what about the summertime then? Are yeah. you, are mentors still with the kids during the summertime? So that's a, that's a great question. So there are mentor programs that do go through the summer and there are mentor programs that also do outside of the school day. Ours just okay. does during the school day. Okay. Um, but the ones that go outside of that, yes, absolutely they do. Now there is ways you can send letters, um, through the teammates program uh, to your mentor and mentee, but um, but we we do not have them meet because school is not in session, and so it's a school based program. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And so you guys try to support everything through the school, not yes. necessarily like if I was going to mentor someone that you know contact outside during the summertime or anything like that is not necessarily. No. Okay. And that has to do with uh, safety uh, for the teammates program, but then also um, expectations. We find it a lot easier um, when that relationship is going on. If, if there's a school counselor there, if there's, you know, there's a, uh, there's some more structure around it also because uh, it's hard in the summer to connect sometimes with kids and make sure that that's occurring. So, but what we find is that it does have a, a, a great impact, even though it's just during the school year. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Man, I have so many like questions, but <laughs> like, you know, qualifications for the mentor. Yeah. Like what, what do you guys go through the process? Right. Like how does that, and, and maybe, maybe you're going to get to that and there's other points too, but I was <laughs> yeah. like, I want to find out so much. Right. So every mentoring program, like we talked about is completely different. So it's going to be a little bit different when you're adult to adult. So maybe at work, it, mm-hmm. it just means that you have the desire to do it. Great. Let's let's go. Right. Because you already work there. Um, But when you're working with vulnerable populations like um, older seniors and also with young kids, there is a lot of background checks, paperwork, training. And, um, you know, we wanted to make we want to make sure that every kid and every adult feels extremely safe because it's important that the mentor feels safe as well. Sure. So we um, have been very fortunate uh, that during this pandemic, uh, Teammates has created a virtual portal for uh, mentoring. And we actually have one mentor relationship right now going on um, using that portal. And we are starting a whole nother class here in on January 14th. Uh, so this is really exciting stuff because this is a way that we can get touch some of those outskirts schools yeah. that have a hard time getting mentors, mm-hmm. yeah. right? But then also, no matter what's going on, pandemic or whatever, we have an option for that. Otherwise, we meet face-to-face. So you come um, meet with the student face-to-face. So every program's a little bit different, but that's how we're running ours at this time. Very cool. Yeah. I assume it's probably more effective meeting face because I would assume with especially the senior population right now with the pandemic, face to face really isn't an option. I, I mean, right. nursing homes aren't going to let you in. They're probably you're not going to be able to travel. 
uh, especially in, in the school districts, they're pretty, because I volunteer for junior achievement and even that's currently not being done face to face. So I can imagine that those virtual resources are, are going to be extremely valuable during that time. But I would assume, I, I would guess that a stronger relationship is built face to face where you can kind of build that kind of stronger bond. So it depends. And I, um, this is one of those things that I, this is one of those myths that I would really like us to, to get through. So, um, people at our age, I'm just going to say it, who did not grow up with technology that, that, that our kids are growing up with, right. Mm-hmm. Are very, I find that they're very hesitant. You, you can't have a relationship online. That's not strong. Right. <laughs> um, my kids grew up with seeing grandma and grandpa on the screen. Like they have great connections. They know how to do that. And in fact, moving forward, what we know is that building trust over a screen is going to be a huge part of success in the future. And not even future now. So I used to work for Sanford and, um, our first set of interviews are done, um, you know, virtually Virtually. and, and you got to make a connection over that and you got to check out what's in your background, by the way, (laughs) when you're doing some of those things, it's a whole, it's a (laughs) whole new world. (laughs) During the interview, they're pulling up your Facebook page, your Twitter page. That's what it looks like on December 12th of 2008. You said this, what's that about? (laughs) Well, more so I laugh because, uh, we had some people with like mounds of dirty laundry or maybe beer. Oh, the actual physical physical behind you while we were interviewing, you know, of things you're like, um, you know, or the roommate walks by and half right. clothed, you know, yeah. things like that. Like, so it's a new, new skill set, new world, if you will. But, uh. but making a connection online is going to be something that everyone's really going to need to do, especially yeah. the kids. Yep. And so, so what's true. amazing about this is that teammates, because they are so dedicated to this, has found all kinds of games, activities, everything that you can do online with kids. So it's just like playing a game with them in person. Cool. Yeah. Um, but what I really want people to know is that what matters in mentoring is the consistency of connection and showing up. Sure. Being online is just another vehicle to get us to have healthy adult relationships with kids or healthy adult relationships between each other. It's just another vehicle for people to do that. So I think um, it is the wave of the future and it's another way to do it. Is it going to work for every person and every kid? Absolutely not. Sure. But it is just another way that we can do this. And this pandemic has actually helped us uh, sure. bring that to light. So that's that's such a cool thing, too, because we, we, you know, we get in this realm of face to face is great. But then mm-hmm. even I know from a business perspective, like doing you know, uh, video conferencing and stuff like that. All of a sudden now I can be way more efficient with meetings and all this other stuff. So that kind of ties into what we've been talking about. Like how do we outreach to these smaller communities or provide services to people that can't. And so it's really refreshing to hear, especially from a data perspective for Mm -hmm. you guys that, you know, maybe it's not as good as face to face, but, or maybe it is as good as face to face. If you can develop a relationship with someone over, you know, Zoom or whatever platform you use as video conferencing, right. it, at least the consistency is there and you see faces. And so that's that's really, really cool. It gives me a lot of hope that we can kind of go down the path in the future to and help help not only people in our community, but outside of that. Yeah. And I don't know how many of you spent over uh, the holiday season, but you did some Zooming. Of course, wouldn't you love to have your family there with you? But right. when I saw my mom's face light up when 
myself and my husband and the girls got on there, she was like, I needed this, you know? And so what you realize is that just even seeing that expression and somebody excited to see you hear that excitement over, over that platform, it makes a huge difference. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited for it. Cool. One thing, well, I guess one thing I kind of like that I was thinking about as we were discussing this is, so I'm in a program called Leadership South Dakota and almost creates that program causes you to kind of self-evaluate a little bit Mm -hmm. and kind of starts to have you look at all aspects of your life. And I would imagine mentorship probably does something similar because you're now coaching someone and it might kind of make you kind of reevaluate just your own perspectives. And I'm really glad you brought that up because I think that is key in why I wrote that article because I want people to know that there is as much benefit for the mentor as there is for the mentee. Yeah. And some of the benefits that we know that are really big is self-reflection. So, you know, we get going in life and we're so busy. And then all of a sudden when that mentor, a mentee comes to us with something going on or whatever else, it causes us to take a pause, think back, how did we handle something like that in the future what, or in the past? And what would we do differently now? When you're doing that, you are helping yourself work through sometimes past traumas. You're helping yourself work through maybe um, go back to places where you were really did more successful, right? And and it brings that joy back again of hey, I I did this, I made this, and now you get to share that with somebody, right? And it's benefiting them. I mean, just think of what that brings to you. And so I think it's that's what I love about that. Um, and, and the other pieces is sometimes we get so wrapped up in what we're doing and that, that we can go kind of spiral down. I don't know about you guys, but ever <laughs> been in that moment where you get all up in your head and oh, sure. yes, yes. So when <laughs> da- we, daily, I think. <laughs> yeah. yes, when we do that and then when we mentor just that once a week, it stops everything. Our time stops and we get a moment to get outside of ourselves and yeah. be there for somebody else. We know, um, again, data collection wise, we know that that changes your mindset and that you then reset. Um, and so mentally that really helps with well-being for yourself is to get out of your own head and in, and help somebody else. So it's a big part of uh, wellness for the mentor as well. I could definitely see where that comes into play. Cause it's, I think when you're able to kind of step outside and look at things subjectively and, and, and really kind of get out of your own bubble. Cause it's, I mean, survivors joining for hope was really kind of my step towards that, where I wanted to create something that basically allowed me to address my own grief. Cause there was, there was a challenge there that mm-hmm. counselors didn't work, support groups mm-hmm. weren't working. And so I was just kind of like, you know what, we're going to create this where I can start helping people that have been impacted how I have, I'm going to share my story. And surprisingly that actually helped me more than anything. And it's in a way meeting with those families is a form of mentorship. I suppose sure. it's not a hundred percent, but I mean, it's cause we don't quite have the long term necessarily commitment that you see being more of a mentor mentee situation, but it definitely allowed me to handle and address my own personal issues, uh, just kind of subjectively and, and, and without kind of kind of the, the fog that was surrounding me after losing my brother by suicide. So it's, it's interesting that you kind of mentioned that cause I would imagine that that's, that's probably a big piece of it. It's, it's, you get so bogged down by, you know, your, your career, your family, kind of society, all those challenges you're facing. And the minute you kind of step out, maybe the challenges that you feel that you have on you maybe aren't as bad as you think they are. And they can be resolved with much easier when you kind of step back a little bit and just kind of clear your head a bit. So yeah. that's pretty neat to think about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's powerful. There's a lot of power in that. And to know that somebody outside your family is, 
is coming to you and not necessarily always with a problem, right? But it could just be with what whatever that is. And so you lose yourself in that person and what's going on there for a while and are able to step away from, from, you know, your own, um, messes, if you will, or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all those types of things. And so, and it's somebody to share joys with, it's somebody to share all of those things with. And what I'm telling you, when I had my, when my mentor, uh, mentee and I were really going, um, strong and she was making some of these decisions, I was so proud of her and it, her joy was truly my joy. Yeah. I mean, when she hit those things that she had been working on and she was vulnerable with me about and she got there, man, there was, there's not much better feeling. Give me all the feels, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perspective has got to be a part of it too, right? Yes. I mean, like, mm-hmm. and, and not to say anything bad about families, but when no. you get in like a, a certain group of people, if that's your circle of influence, and that's one of the things I've always tried to do is have many different types of friends and different occupations and different mm-hmm. perspectives because then you get to not only do you get exposed to it but it also questions some of the things that you think are sort of you know innate beliefs that not maybe they're not bad but just having a different perspective sometimes is also very empathetic to other people and what they're going through oh that is so huge um so one of the things about mentoring a youth is you know, when you are for business people, let's say when you're mentoring youth, you are, you are seeing into what the lives of young people are like. And so guess what your employees, these, these are your future employees someday. Actually, we've had in the teammates program, several mentees take over the mentors businesses eventually one day. I mean, it's just been quite amazing. And so when I talk to mentors that have done it for a long time, they'll say, they taught me so much about what it's like to grow up now or all the different things that are changing in the world. In fact, I learned about this software program from this kid that helped me change my business. And so it's quite amazing how that can um, happen. And so I do agree generationally, that's a big part, but then also outside your sphere of of influence. So normally you wouldn't hang out with these people, but they, uh, you know, your mentor is, or mentee is from a different, um, race background could also just be a different business type, right? Mm-hmm. And so sure. all of those different things play into widening your perspective and they're all a benefit to that mentor. Hmm. That's that pretty deep. cool. That was deep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty good. I think, you know, obviously we're running a little short on time here. So I guess kind of wrap things up a mm-hmm. kind of a call to action. I think with it being January 7th being I'm a mentor day and mentorship month as it's, I think reach out and help someone and, and check out being a mentor. I think that's a good way to, start i go check out teammates and and you said sue 52 yep sue52.org yeah absolutely and i think that would be the best way check out with your um place that you work do they have something if that if that interests you but then also go check things out it doesn't mean that you have to commit to it i would rather you go check it out see if these things are for you we do our training even before you sign on just so you can see if this is something you really want to commit to again because it's not a neutral endeavor if you will but uh, yeah, just I say check it out because not only will you be impacting someone else's life, but you'll be impacting your own for the better. Very cool. Very cool. Laura, it's awesome having yeah, you on. Yeah, thank you for being on. Yes, this is wonderful. It's been a pleasure. Time. I've learned yeah. a lot about mentorship. I didn't even, a lot of things I didn't even consider prior. So yeah. it's been very insightful. Wonderful. Thank awesome. you. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you. So check us out, societyrewired.com. Our handles at Society Rewired. So you can check us on Facebook, Twitter, all those special places to check us out. And of course, you know, don't lose hope. When the sun goes down, the stars come out. Thanks, everybody. Got it. Thanks, everybody. Boom.